What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fortress of Comictude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And that's Kylie. <laughs> Hi, Kylie. <laughs> Welcome Hello. to another edition of Comic Club. It's a monthly show we do where we take a trade paperback and we're going to talk about it for an hour and change or so. And uh, this month we're getting steamy. We're getting hot and heavy on the old podcast here. It's we're talking about yeah, we're talking about sex criminals from Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky and Image Comics. The first, uh, specifically the first five issues, which is in the first trade called One Weird Trick. Like I said, it's the first five issues. This is such a great series, man. It's so good. And uh, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, this podcast has never really been, you know, what I would really consider like a family-friendly podcast. You know, we drop the occasional F-bomb here or there or whatever. Especially when I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do I feel I do feel the, the need to, really? put, yeah. uh, to put kind of a warning out there just because the content of this book... We're going to discuss this book in pretty good detail. So just like given the content, obviously, there's going to be a little bit more. We're we're talking about a book called Sex Criminals. There's a lot of graphic things, There's a lot of vulgar stuff. There's a lot of obviously sexual things going on here. So and it's all hilarious. if your children are listening, maybe, what's wrong with maybe you? Send them to the other room. <laughs> but just be aware that this podcast may be a little more r-rated than some of the other ones that we've done so just fair i'd give I, this one an x probably yeah Ooh. <laughs> an x an x x x, x, x. <laughs> <laughs> okay so sex criminals is a series <laughs> for image comics that is that is so original in not only just its premise but just the way that it tells stories and the way it looks too obviously it's beautiful it is and it's so witty man it's so clever i uh, matt fraction outside of his uh hawkeye run i'm not real familiar with a lot of his stuff chip sadarsky is quickly becoming one of my favorite people in comics (laughs) chip sadarsky is a gift to us all and he does wonders on this book. I can't wait for him to take over Daredevil, I think, next month or the next month after. I'm I'm so on board for that. Well, and Fraction's the reason I even picked this book up to begin with. Okay, so you're a fan. Okay, yeah. So what else has he done besides Hawkeye? Because I, I haven't really followed his work that much. Um, He did an awesome run on Iron Man. Okay. That was really sweet. I believe they took him off of that before he had still had a lot of stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a great run on Fantastic Four. Again, this is not a book that I normally get, but mm-hmm. depending on the writer, I will. Pick he d- that up. he did FF right before Hickman, right? Yes. Okay, so I yeah. think I did read some of that. Yeah, okay, did. that sounds good. Mary. Yeah. Uh, Kylie and I had reread this uh, in preparation for this. You had actually never read this book. I had before. So, um, before we, I guess, get into it, you know. The, page by page what's just kind of some of your initial reactions to this i don't know what you were expecting but was it kind you of what basically you basically already be? told me what it was but no, yeah, way, to, way to spoil it yeah <laughs> i think the only thing that you didn't tell me about was the cops <laughs> which was pretty funny to learn they about are the sex police okay yeah sure um one's a one's a bus driver but okay um <laughs> uh, yeah it was funny I i enjoyed it okay um, I, I bought this book, finally gave in after hearing from you and Charles for a good period of time. Like, you have to read Sex Criminals. It's just one of those. And I, I think for the longest time, I didn't give it the credit because I felt like it was more of a, I don't, I don't, I don't know a what the word is. teenage comedy. 
I, I didn't <laughs> think that it was going to be as well written and put together as it was. Okay. I, di- I thought it was like raunchy for the sake of raunchy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you read it, you're like, oh, this is actually like really well done. Like yeah. it's actually really good <laughs> on its own. Just the fact of like how original it is. It's not just like sex jokes for the sake of, you know what I mean, being right. dirty or whatever. And so once I actually read it, I was like, man, this is way better than I'd given it credit to be, you know. So it's. And issue two is one of my favorite <laughs> single issues. <laughs> I was rereading this a couple nights ago. My wife was sitting on the couch doing some cross stitching or something. And I was still. Because I, I ripped up all these little things to put, put little bookmarks in. Because oh, I got to talk about this. I want to mention this. I want to mention this. Oh, and I, I would just. She would look over and I'd just be giggling and I'd get the piece of paper and slide it in there. <laughs> and just slide it in there. <laughs> oh man the the puns in this podcast are gonna be okay so the first thing i want to talk about before we actually get into the story itself are the the dedications (laughs) like first page man i'm gonna read these because they're real short matt fractions is uh to anyone anywhere literally at any time in human history whoever rubbed one out you are the real heroes Chip Zdarsky is to my darling Jessica, wherever you may be. Ah, you were right behind me. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That right there kind of lets you know, like, what their sense of humor kind of is. Like, I feel like that's a pretty good setup for what this book is. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Okay. So. Right off the bat. Sex. Yeah. (laughs) In a a book called Sex Criminals. Who would have thought? So immediately we're introduced to Susie and John, who are banging in a bank bathroom at this point um, you don't know they're in a bank i don't think they're just in a restroom oh okay yeah yeah they're just in a restroom that's all you know oh, okay so they're, they're banging in the bathroom and there's like uh people yelling like we know this is you know we know you're in there kind of a thing <laughs> there's a lot of really good like they, they bounce back and forth between like Susie's inner monologue versus like Parts of her just straight up breaking the fourth wall, like looking oh, yeah. at you, telling you, hey, this is how this happened, which I really enjoy. I really enjoy that. So she's like, yeah, you know, I know how this looks bad. And then I really like the way that they kind of broke down the, the two main characters per issue where it's like issue one is very much Susie. Issue two is very much. Like, it's a okay. bit of a downer. And she keeps mentioning that. Like, no, this really gets funny. I yeah. swear. <laughs> each, each panel, you're just like, God damn. Okay, maybe she sad. should tell some jokes. You know, that's <laughs> like, funny. I know you guys are here for the sex jokes. It gets funnier. I promise. <laughs> uh, so. Susie's dad was an accountant at this bank, and one day when the stock market crashed, this crazy guy lost his shit and came and like shot up, I guess, the bank mm-hmm. and uh, killed killed her dad when she was I don't know if it says her age, but she's she's very young. She's looks like she's in like elementary school or maybe junior high like school. Junior high, maybe yeah. junior high school. Um, she was a tween. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Yeah. I feel really bad because this book makes me laugh at stuff I shouldn't laugh at. Like, I don't know why. Oh, the, very much like, so. The, the line of the, I was the first kid to join the dead dad club. <laughs> I don't know why oh, she goes laugh. trick-or-treating. What are you dressed up as? The girl who dad just died? <laughs> That's funny. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Oh, especially because, like, the big smile she has yeah, on her face. She's got a huge pillowcase full of candy. <laughs> Obviously, her mom has a hard time with this and looks like she goes to alcohol abuse and stuff oh, yeah. after the the dad dies and everything and their their relationship becomes strained and everything um so Susie starts finding peace in the bathtub and stuff it's kind of her space to kind of get away and everything from it all and um i, I like the way that they i don't know what the word is like i, I like the way they kind of handle 
her a little more delicately than they do like John. Oh like, yeah, like well, they, and it's and I, I mean, I'd like to hear from Mary on this side. There's a lot of questions I have from this. Issue. I'd like <laughs> oh, to no. talk to Mary about. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that's how I feel. I mean, mm-hmm. that's if I was a dude that the second issue when we yeah, it, that's that's what a dude would be like, especially mm-hmm. a, a horny kid who's. Mm-hmm just hitting puberty and for sure I mean, that's that's how it's gonna be and like yeah just because obviously like both issues are written by the same people are written drawn by the same people but the way that they go about doing it it's like say it's handled a lot more delicately like when they're introducing basically the idea that she's masturbating for the first time that's they never really come right out and say it. it's like i remember when i did it it was something that i thought only dirty girls did like they never really say you know what i mean what yeah. it is because it's like she's not as open about it versus like issue two where John's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so while she's in the bathtub, she decides to, you know, she's at that age where, she, you know, people are exploring their bodies and stuff for the first time. And, um, when she masturbates, something happens to her. I think judging from the, how this is, I think she's using the faucet and water to do something. Yeah. Is this a thing, Mary? Um, <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see she, anything. She's what a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, let me put you out to you, man. <laughs> the point is that you clearly see her arms are above her; they are not below her. Yeah. So it's it can it can be. Done. I've never heard of it done in a bathtub like that. I've heard of women using like shower heads mm. that come off. But I, I mean, imagine you got to use what you got. Oh, but yeah. but I mean, I imagine it works. Oh, trust me, I know. it would work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. do with <laughs> sometimes if a grapefruit's all you got, then you just go. that sounds kind of painful. <laughs> no, you microwave it. Well, okay. <laughs> so Wouldn't it sting. So acidic. Yeah, it just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. That's just been like a running joke forever. It's like that's the thing. Maybe like part of the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why does it hurt so good? <laughs> So when she uh, like reaches a climax and stuff, time freezes. And at first, she thinks this is like just like part of the experience. Like, yeah, because she has no idea. Um, I love. I mean, the way you know, it. time stops for me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> this yeah, doesn't. Does. This doesn't work for you. <laughs> uh, this isn't the same thing for you guys. Well, we usually just fall asleep. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the way that they do the artwork with like every time they're in, whether you want to call it the quiet or come world or whatever, that it's like really vibrant colors and like these like waves of color going through the panels. And he and talks stuff. about how he does that in the in the bag in the backup extra stuff on here. He talks about the filters and the different layers and the okay. computer program to get that effect. So totally what a man would call it. Come world. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Not poetic at all. So um, she she gets out of the bathtub. She walks around. She notices nothing else is moving. She gets like really frightened by this, and she goes to bed to find out that eventually time does start moving again. And her mom comes and yells at her for leaving the bathtub on. She's really cons- not. I wouldn't say concerned, but she's really kind of freaked out by this, and she's like wants to get answers. And she knows she needs to go talk to the slutty girls, basically. Uh, specifically one slutty girl named Rachel. I think is her name that that goes to her junior high school and. Uh, <laughs> I like when she just walks up and she's like, hey, slut, what do you want? (laughs) It's really funny when she comes back to talk to her the second time. (laughs) (laughs) And so anyways, this becomes kind of her her place of peace and and shows that she's even doing this up as an adult when her and Rachel have the apartment so that she still 
very much enjoys her bath time, you know, before she obviously meets John and has somebody to kind of like share that with, I guess. So they're having this party at there. So it's confusing, I guess, because they're, they're constantly bouncing back and forth between past and present, or I guess it's still all past, but it's, you know, 13 year old Susie versus 20 something year old Susie. Um, but it, the way that the comic reads, you never get confused or anything. It, it it's very it flows very well. Mm-hmm. Like there's no I I'm never like wait where are we right now? Oh okay this is back then. Like it it really moves really well. Um, say so I love a lot of the breaking the fourth wall stuff of her just being like yeah and then you know I I enjoy that quite a bit. So they're having this party at their apartment because Susie works at this library that's owes a lot of money. They're in a lot of debt and they're basically about to go under. So she's been stealing the books from the library she's been stealing them or she's been buying them i didn't get the implication that she had paid for oh, them okay i don't know I, I i was kind of under the impression that she was buying what she could before it went under but oh man and, and that's could, a possibility I, I don't think it says explicitly either way here she talks about her losing her virginity and I think the guy's name is Craig. Oh, how and magical that is. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Is that magical for you women? <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> it's magical for us for like the, about 30 seconds, then it's not all that magical anymore. You last that long? <laughs> <laughs> um, for a first I, I love, time? This part made me laugh out loud rereading this again, where she. Uh, <laughs> She, uh, let's see. Yeah, he talks about when she lost her virginity to this guy named Craig, they were playing a Sarah McLaughlin song. This is my first bookmark in the book, and it is this panel you're about to talk about. <laughs> the whole reason this is the she, said, she says, for the rest of my life, whenever I get a taste, or let's see, a whenever latte. I get a latte or see a sick dog, I think about my hyphen. <laughs> 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 oh, which I had to Google, by the way. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have a feeling this is funny if I knew what it is. <laughs> <laughs> then I Googled oh, it and then, then I laughed. Then you Googled it and you laughed, yes. <laughs> but um, so up to this point, obviously she had been a virgin. So all she had done is, you know, basically played with herself in the bathtub at this point. So she didn't know if time was going to stop with another person. And it does. And he just, he has a very lovely face. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just. Yeah. <laughs> Still just frozen there on top of her. And she, you know, gets <laughs> up and she up. walks around in the in her bed sheet and stuff. Uh, we flash back around. We flash back again to her um, as a as a young girl again. I love this. She, I love kind of some of the, like, social commentary on, like, sex education in public schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, hell, you didn't know what a hymen was. You had to Google yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 25 years old. <laughs> um. <laughs> and so she talks about trying to get trying to use the resources that she has to get as much information as she can but there's not much there she's reading this book the title of the book is your body and you and your parents <laughs> <laughs> it's little stuff like that that i don't oh, yeah. i don't think i paid attention to the first time i read it when i went through it this time i was really trying really to like read attention. all of the little things so <laughs> this time she decides she's gonna go talk to rachel again but so the previous time she got like too intimidated and wasn't able to, she wasn't comfortable enough to ask. Because they and, called her a slut and she yeah. thought, they know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she walks up, she's like, hey, uh, bitches. <laughs> and, and then she calls them skanks and stuff. She goes, I got something I wanted to ask you, 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 you sluts. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny because she's trying to be like, this is the lingo, right? Later on, the girl Rachel 
tells her to come to the bathroom with her and she gives her a cigarette and uh she's like here i'm gonna teach you basically everything i know about sex which if they're in junior high this girl should not know this much yeah <laughs> by this point but you'd uh, be surprised yeah uh, that's, that's when i lost my virginity was junior high really oh yeah wow, wow. slut I- <laughs> <laughs> sweet 16 for me <laughs> junior high really yeah man hmm overachiever <laughs> um, there's some of these in here that i'm just like what oh the, the, best, oh. the best one is the, i mean yeah we won't go through all of them but listen this what, is what the are, one okay. what are what are some of your favorite ones because there's some there's so she draws out all these different positions for Susie, and she's kind of like explaining what they are and they all have these just hysterical she's, she's names. drawing these six positions, positions on the on the bathroom wall so um, i don't understand shrimping shrimping is hilarious <laughs> i don't understand that how that what he's, he's down there and curled up and she's poking him in the butt it's i don't know it's i love the dutch microwave <laughs> the dutch microwave is good my <laughs> favorite that i laugh e. my the ass sex off. move where she's like shoving reese's pieces up his ass my favorite oh. is uh brimping <laughs> Where he's literally just holding the girl's hair up and fucking her through the hair. Oh, and then she says, and she says, actually, that one would be kind of (laughs) awesome. And why? Okay. And then the candle in the wind, you know, for Lady Di, and she's slamming his penis in a window. The user agreement. The user agreement's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God. Yeah. You you have to go through all these, and then in the back of the trade, there's a bunch of the ones that they didn't, other ideas that they had that just didn't make it into just the the names, um, which are hysterical. Uh, She eventually, I think, gets a little overwhelmed, and she's like, "I I want to go home. I want to get out of here." And um, it is a little overwhelming. Yeah, she's like, "I I thought I was ready, and you know, I was not ready." So she decides to go to the wonderful medical (laughs) (laughs) professional experts, yeah, gynecologist. Did you say vaginacologist? I said, I said gynecologist. Okay. <laughs> Either way. So she asks him, she's like, why does time stop? Because at, at this point, she still thinks this is a normal thing. But she kind of shouts it out really quickly, it looks like. Doctor, what happens after you have an orgasm? I'm asking for a friend. Because <laughs> she wants to know so badly. Oh, and he said my answer. I usually fall asleep. <laughs> with your, with, <laughs> your, with husband. your husband. So right there, it's kind of like a, you know. Don't be a whore. Don't be a whore. Come on, Suze. Um, and then she, th- th- this is like one of the most heartbreaking pages to me in the whole book, where she she finally decides to go to like her last, oh yeah, you know, talk to your mom, her last, uh, you know, resort of asking somebody for help. She goes to her mom and she's like, "Hey, can I ask you some questions?" And she's like, "Questions about what?" She's like, "Questions about sex." And her mom just immediately she goes, "Good, now I'm raising a whore." Great. And that's like, a that's the class. that's the world you live in. She's just sitting there in the kitchen drinking her, her whiskey or whatever. And saying, granted, her mom's at a, probably a shitty place and everything still, but still. it's like, oh, man. So what does she do? She goes to her comfort place. She goes to the bathtub. And this is a really powerful scene to me where she goes and she, you know, gets herself to her quiet place and she just goes and just like lets her mom have it. Yeah. And just right here, you kind of get like a good grasp of like what the quiet means to her versus the, yeah, it's, what, it's what you'll almost, see it means to John. It's almost later. therapy for her. It's, it is. It's a it's a way to vent her frustrations mm-hmm. and get her feelings out without being judged by people, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's a mixture of, like, number one, she's having an orgasm. So, like, obviously, she's, like, pleasuring herself where she gets this release. And then she gets to be in this place where it's just her not having to worry about anybody else, like you mentioned earlier. And then she gets to 
say whatever she feels she needs to say to people without having to have any repercussions for exactly. that. She goes on a mission basically from this point where she's like, hey, this isn't normal. She's starting to understand this. This can't be the way. So she like makes it her personal project to kind of figure out what it is that's that's going on with her. And so now we kind of go back to the party. Uh, right. She was buying the books. Oh, what? The, oh, does it say she was buying the books? Yep. And the, the wheelbarrow panel there. Okay. I'm buying every book I can say. Okay. I, I just, I must have missed that. For some reason, I just. I figure <laughs> she's, she's stealing the books. She can just go take a lot more than a few at a time. Just take I just got a wheelbarrow full. Does <laughs> 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 anyone ever come into the comic book store with a wheelbarrow? Kind does of? the bank <laughs> care what's inside? I thought they only. I thought uh, they would only. Pretty much just going to uh, tear it down and sell yeah. a lot for a new building. And she definitely has, I think, some resentment towards the bank. Oh yeah, obviously because her dad died there, even though it's not necessarily the bank's fault. They're taking away her love. Yeah, the thing she has passion for. And so this guy John comes to their party. So did we mention that she dubs this place the the quiet? Yeah, we um, mentioned. Oh, okay, I, I think that's I, kind I think, of what she calls it because that's yeah, how she can kind of. I've said it, but I don't think we explained it. Okay. Yeah, that that's what she calls this place where after she's because orgasm. Because coming up, and it's better name. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they don't mention if John is like a friend of somebody <laughs> else's or like how he gets to the party. He just shows up to the party, and um, they're they're talking about some poem or something that he knows, right? Mm-hmm. And then he starts quoting, or it's like a play or something that he starts quoting off all of these. All of these things. And um, I, I love that it's like a reoccurring thing through the whole series. Not even just through this trade of like her constantly being like this guy. This, this fucking, fucking guy. guy. <laughs> like I love that because that like sums up their relationship like pretty well. Where it's like mm-hmm. it's a like I can't be without him. But he's such a pain in the ass. Like <laughs> you, I, I don't know. I love it. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I get everything I need to know for, about them, like just from those two things. You know, oh, it's yeah. like you hear they like I get it. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but anyways, they they start talking, and um, he's he talks about how he's he works at the bank, and he he admits that he's a secretary, and she kind of you know jabs him a little bit, like oh how you know secure your masculinity, you must be to not call yourself like a personal assistant. It's like no, I'm a secretary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so basically, I like she him. Uh, he's funny. Yeah, and she decides, you know, that she's. I don't know if she's been drinking at this point. Probably, uh, probably, but uh, everyone has. Party. Yeah, well, because she mentions earlier, she's not much for parties because she's not much of a drinker. She says probably because of her mother, but yeah, yeah, who knows? which would make sense. And uh, they they kind of talk about both of them have a page like this where they talk about other lovers they've had, and I love that both of them have like one of the of the same sex yeah. at some point where it's like they both just throw one in there like. And then there was this thing, <laughs> which is funny because they don't really make a deal out of hers, but oh, no, with no. John's, she's yeah. like, "So you fucked a dude." <laughs> um. Anyways, they they you know go have their their one night stand thing, and they're both doing their thing. And Susie's waiting for the thing she's used to happen is that she's gonna come, and then once she finishes, then it's everything's gonna go, and he's gonna be frozen, and she has her time to kind of do whatever. But But surprise! Once they freeze, they're both still moving, and they're both like, what the fuck are you doing still here? And his penis is glowing, like (laughs) E.T. That's so weird. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel, Mary. It's just so weird that it glows. Why? Her vagina doesn't glow. I know, they should have done something like that. Well, I can't remember what 
if it was it here or what, but they're talking at one point. Well, what does it feel like? It feels like a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. Where she, yeah she's like, she's like, does it feel different after? He's like, no, it feels like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so they they obviously both establish and figure out that oh, you can both, we can both do the same thing. They both have the same ability to once they orgasm, everything around them freezes. But now they both can be in this place together, and so. Uh, all throughout these first five issues, you get like quick little scenes of them like robbing a place, and then it takes you quickly out of it because obviously they're trying to get you to like oh, this is what we're building they're towards. Building towards climax. Oh, no. good choice of words. <laughs> Look at him, this guy, this fucking guy, fucking this guy. <laughs> oh, I love it. So okay, we're in the second issue now, where we're kind of gonna kind of get um. His his backstory here. Now I laugh when I read comic books. <laughs> now, okay, is this his hair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what else? Was this is such a nerd. <laughs> such but a I nerd. laughed out loud, and even reading it again, I was still laughing out loud. Like, mm-hmm. like just throughout know. the issue. Yeah, usually, or I'll just kind of like you know, I'll smile like you know, in my head. I'll be, mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. <laughs> this this is just laugh out loud funny. Stuff. I have a hard time imagining. Like a uh, uh, a sex shop being called Come World, though <laughs> I feel like you. I imagine it's in New York, and there's it's probably an everyday thing. Is that where they ever established where they live? Are they I, in New York? I don't. Not too sure. You know where they live at? Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> oh yeah, Come World. <laughs> yeah, Come World. <laughs> oh god. So, <laughs> I love I love this panel here where um, she's like, so basically, like, tell me what happened, like. You know, he's like, well, you know, the first time I masturbated, she's like, what? Like, self-abused? Excuse me? Jerked off. What? <laughs> Rubbed one out. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I-, I love their back and forth. Say that the dialogue all throughout, not even just this trade, but this whole series is so witty and so, so good, man. I love the ass Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Ass Jeeves. <laughs> Boners with booby. <laughs> Bonners with booby is how they have it typed in. Oh, God. <laughs> does anyone even remember Ask Jeeves? Like, does that yep. joke even resonate with most people? I, I remember it. I remember and it. And this is why I have this page bookmarked because he's out with his buddies. Yep. They're about to get bullied. And while he's about to get his ass kicked, he looks over and there's porn under a rock. Yeah. Now, when I was a kid, I don't know. This probably is not a thing. This is like, oh, yeah, this is how you got your porn. In the woods? Basically, yeah. <laughs> or in a barn somewhere. Or, in or from some old, old man. Yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up? <laughs> I, I grew up in Draper, out in the, out in the sticks. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was, that's, Draper you know, the you would, there were certain places you'd you just go. hope that somebody would leave a porn no, you, magazine you. No, you just knew. You knew, hey, if you go here and three bushes over down underneath mm-hmm. this rock, there's, Somebody's left there's a, a penthouse. Yeah. The, the pages might be kind of stuck together, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, that was how we got born when I was a kid. There was no internet. I say I grew up in the age of the internet, <laughs> yeah, so it was a so. completely. So this, this really resonated with me because I'm like, yeah. I, I know these days. It was honestly, <laughs> it was honestly probably better for your generation because you were able to kind of like tiptoe in, you know, like just kind of dip your toe in the water a little bit. I grew up in the age of the internet, Where so it's it like, just like, there. like the second your curiosity peaked, you maybe only needed like a feather and you got the whole chicken. You yeah, know what I mean? Yep. Where it's like, <laughs> I'm curious about this, and she's like, ba 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 pop 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 up. It's like girls in your area want to fuck right now. They're like Jesus. So yeah, he's about to get the shit kicked out of him, and then he sees this. Yeah, is it like? Oh, is the it, best part of it is he 
he doesn't care that they're all dressed up like his. He, his instinct is, I'm grabbing this porn and I'm running. This is my porn. I'm taking this. Completely ditching his fucking Exactly. He just takes off. Every man for himself. Is it just the one picture or is it like a magazine? It looks like it's just the one picture, right? Um, sometimes it was magazine. Sometimes, you know, some pages have been torn out. It's, it was, it was but a the, wonder. But the one he grabs, though, it's just the one picture, right? Yeah, he, yeah, that's what it looks looks like. He looks like it takes it home. Okay. Um, and he talks about, like, <laughs> I love the whole thing of, like, I didn't really, he's like, I knew what sex was, but I didn't really understand why you do it. I just thought it was something grownups did, like taxes. Like, I didn't know how fucking bad I needed to do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways he he takes this picture home and um he he has not quite the same reasoning as Susie, but kind of something similar where it's like i knew kind of like what masturbation was but i didn't do it because i felt like you shouldn't or whatever but mm. when he finally gets this picture he feels like fuck it i'm just doing it and he does it and he transports himself to a place he calls come world yes <laughs> and she it's so funny too because she gets like so excited about it like when yeah. he's telling her it's like she's like oh the, qu- the quiet she's like the quiet what do you call it and then she gets so disgusted <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god because um he named it after this i guess what well, i don't know what you call an it adult and sex a, and shop a, I guess. yeah sex shop that i guess was probably in his the town he grew up or what's well, like, they still live in the same area i guess because they go there yeah so uh, okay so i'm i'm maybe you can explain this i'm confused what happens here she comes and he doesn't, so he's frozen. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I- he said right when she jumps on top because she his dick's glowing there in the, you know, she wants to see if it feels different, so she jumps on top of him, okay. and he's saying, "Wait, I didn't finish." In that, then he, yeah, that's what happened. For yeah, for some reason, I like I like lost something there. I was like, "Wait a minute, what happened?" And then she gets like, and then he kind of comes to again. <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> so. I think they're both really just kind of, uh, I guess, like, fascinated by the fact that they have somebody to, like, share this. Because, like, Susie, you could tell she's very reserved and she never had anyone to talk to this, talk to about with this thing yeah. that she has going on. And, like, obviously now she's like, oh, we have someone they can. And this is the point where you find out that time freezes for as long until you're ready to go again, basically. Mm-hmm. And then that's when time comes back into play. Mm-hmm. For him, right? Or no, it's for, I think both, it's for of both of them. Okay. Yeah. See, because I'm confused. And he calls about, it the refractory period. That's what I period. thought, anyways, is that it is oh. for both of them, but like. Well, it obviously. It's is more easy for you guys to tell when you're ready again than it is say, for us, I guess. Well, because girls can basically just keep going, though, aren't they? No. No? Okay. The girls I've been with, Tyler. Um, <laughs> oh, I left them so satisfied. They needed, they needed plenty of time to cool off before they. Yeah, and so, like. He he knows, I guess, a little bit more about their power they have than she does. So she's really interested in like, wait, how do you know all these things? Like, because she, she's been so desperate for answers since she was a teenager. Yeah, I don't think they ever tell you exactly how old she is, but she's quite clearly probably in her twenties in this by this point. Uh, but yeah, at this point, I think so. She he talks about there was this adult store called Come World that he always wanted to go to. They never had the balls. He said he always had friends that would try to go in there even though they were underage. So he finally decided there was. He was got smart. There was the bank corporation place across, across the street. street that he would go use their public restroom, rub one out, and then he could go into this store and say, 
half the fun of all these pages is just reading all of like the little like signs and boxes and stuff in the background because some of them are freaking hilarious this is my favorite one there's a dvd it's called barely illegal these ladies are this close to getting american citizenship (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible it's freaking terrible there's a there's a poster that says black to the black black to the the pooper pooper. (laughs) (laughs) i laughed at that one (laughs) me and kylie are just showing our maturity laughing at every little thing it took an issue and a half but mary finally laughed i i giggled at that one like (laughs) crazy for cock these ladies are certifiably insane for mountains of perfectly sane rods (laughs) It's so funny because you know they put time into all of these. Like, oh yeah, they, they probably tried to craft like these little clever big black ass fuckers. <laughs> I don't know how hard they thought about that one. But... It's still funny. <laughs> still, yeah, still funny. It's just it's funny that they took the time to actually like think of all these things. Um, so he starts to get kind of a rush out of like not even just like the sex at that point, but being able to like go do the things during his cum world experiences Mm. where he can go like knock stuff over or steal things and he talks about how much he probably stole oh yeah but uh one time while he's in the come world store when he's like a teenager he ends up staying in there too long and that's how he finds out when it ends Well, what it was is is all this time he'd been going in and stealing all this porn from the the porn store and nothing he never time never came back Mm -hmm. but it was when he grabbed the porno and it had the girl, the fir- that pi- the girl from the picture he stole first off, that's what set him off. Jasmine St. Cocaine. Yeah, Jasmine St. Cocaine. That was his woman, and right when he saw that, he was immediately okay. ready to go Aroused, again. And then, then he, uh, time comes back, and he's literally standing in the porn shop with in just his boxers holding a thing, and everyone's like, oh, Where is his pants? <laughs> Where did they go? He didn't pull them up. left them over in the bank. Though, I didn't catch this poster until just now. The one, not the life I, antis- I anticipated, but here I am, I guess. It's just a lady with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, poor Mary. <laughs> So, obviously, when time comes back on, there's this little teenage boy holding a porno in the video store. They try to kind of chase him out, and he gets away, I guess. No, no, the little Benny Hill thing. I like the funny, yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah. Shows him running all over the store. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny because I was like just imagining it. And so they're walking down the street talking, and they start holding hands at one point, and they've been together this whole time since they're. Their hookup at the party. I'm guessing probably like a weekend or something. They've been um, hanging it, out, or has this did, been longer? Than it it said she says at one point where she says like it was the longest first date in history, like 54 hours. Or okay, something. so yeah, like, so like she's probably hanging out over the weekend. So yeah, like up. yeah, two or three day, whatever. I lo- I love like every time too when she like she she's not gonna acknowledge his come world thing, so she'll still like call out the quiet <laughs> and he'll be like he'll like correct her like so when you you know are in the quiet is it come world. <laughs> She's like, ah, it's like, come on, I was 15. Uh, fine. <laughs> and then again, we get kind of a little uh, flash forward of what's to come of them in the bank vault, which we're, so we're not going to cover too much of that until we kind of get there because it just, it gets more confusing if we just talk about it. It, it makes exactly. sense when you read it. Yeah. But for, the, you know, the purpose of discussion, it just be easier to just kind of get this as we go. Okay. So this is uh, where he's talking about him losing his virginity the first time, right? Mm-hmm. okay yeah. so he's with this girl <laughs> talk, I, lo- I love like the whole idea of like the music in the background 
Was it Esteban? Esteban. 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 <laughs> uh, there was something about they couldn't go back to his room because his roommate something was there, so they went somewhere else. And anyways, he does this girl, and then he talks about that he wasn't able to um, complete. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't able to finish the first two times. Or she's like, well, she looks up at him, and says, "I love you." That would kind of make give me some blue balls there that first time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is happening? <laughs> it's happening too fast. <laughs> so it's it's really funny because she's like, she's like, and what happened? He's like, well, I didn't finish. Like, you didn't finish the first time. It's like, well, what about the second time? Like, same thing. It's like, yeah. so third time. Like, oh shit, yeah, the third time. Forget about it. The third time, I shot so hard, I blacked out for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen? Have you not to has me? Has ever happened? <laughs> I've had some pretty intense <laughs> orgasms, but I don't think I've ever quite blacked out. I've been very lightheaded. Maybe if you were drunk, Uh-oh. maybe like I don't know. Maybe. Like maybe if you were like intoxicated to a point, I guess maybe. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> Let us know, yeah. guys. <laughs> we want to. This is the relationship we have now with the listeners. Let's just have some kind of an open conversation. Tell Give us your best orgasm stories. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so this is the part where he's talking about different, you know, partners that he's had. And she's like, you know, this girl and this girl, Beth and Liz, whatever. And then she's like, and George. And, George. and she's like, whoa. <laughs> Guy named George? No. <laughs> he says, Betty, never Beth. Oh, sorry. Okay. Whatever. And uh, she's like, you know, yeah, he was just a guy. And she's like, uh, you know, I'm not gay or anything. It was just. Kind of, it was like kind of an experimental thing. It's like, so you just fuck dudes? <laughs> hey, dude. Uh, yeah, he's like, well, dude. And so, <laughs> again, it's got the Esteban. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So, anyways, it's basically like their their weekend together is coming to an end because yeah, it looks like it's about time to head back to, to work. Back to work. Unfortunately, let's see. Yeah, there is a part where she says, "How long? Fifty five hours." Mm-hmm. It, one hell of a first date, she says. And so it was over two days. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, they've spent this amazing time together. You imagine they've probably hooked up several times in the couple yeah. days and had these, you know, oh, pretty, yeah. pretty close conversations and were able to, they say they were holding hands at one point and everything. They, they had a real connection. So they exchanged numbers before they go. I can, I can see how that could be a really good connection. I oh, mean, for sure. You, you've just found someone that's like you. Like, oh my god. Especially like in the first issue where they show how much she kind of obsesses over it. Yeah. Like she wants so desperately to talk to somebody or get some kind of answers of why this happens to her, whether it be the slutty girl, the doctor, her mother. And he doesn't necessarily have all the answers, but he has you know He knows more than he, she does. He knows a bit more. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea that he just goes and rubs one out at work and just takes his shit. And then takes a shit in his boss's plant. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. That poor janitor, though. Yeah, the janitor's the best. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. And so she's uh, stressed out because she's wondering if he's going to text her or call her or whatever. Because like before he leaves, she asks him, like, do you you text? Do you want to text me? Like, can we, like, stay in touch or whatever? And so she's. I thought he asked her. Oh, okay, maybe it was. I don't remember. But uh, I thought she did. Yeah, I thought she could be wrong. Who who knows? But anyways, the text finally comes. I love that she has him as Mister Come World. Oh no, it's her. Yeah, it's her then. It is. Okay. She yeah, has she has a Mister Come World. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point she changes it she to, ch- yeah, to something she, else. She does change it a little later on. 
It's the mm. I think after she found, finds out about the shit in the plants yeah. thing. <laughs> she names it like Johnny Johnny Poops or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Oh, hilarious! So anyways, it, <laughs> they they start texting and uh, she she's like, well, she she's like, you should take me out. Like I want to see you again, whatever. And so he decides to take her to Come World, but not the uh, the place that they can get to post orgasm. The actual store, the, yeah. the one that he had talked about going to. And so they have one of those, oh, like theaters, I guess, like mini, like little sex rooms, basically, so you can yeah. watch a movie, a private little private rooms, basically. Was that a thing? Is that a thing? I don't know if it is I anymore, it but it used, used to, to be. be. That's so hmm. weird. Yeah. That to imagine weird. just like a room full of dudes all freaking just rubbing one out in the uh, same I room. I think there's a Kevin. I can't remember what Kevin Smith movie does, but they talk about the. The, the jizz mopper, mm-hmm. I think. The guy who has to go clean oh, up these rooms. Yeah, God, no shit. <laughs> like, what a shit. Would you job. even be comfortable sitting in those seats instead? Like, I don't know. Uh, that would, yeah, that would be kind of. Ugh. And but she, find, she finds one with her, with his his porn. His lady. Yeah, Jasmine so, St. Cocaine. Cocaine. So they grab it and go into the room. Yep. And then something happens while they're in the theater. I don't know if they just straight up do it or if she just, like, rubs one out for him or whatever it is. I don't, they don't specifically say, but either yeah. way. They go. They she. Oh no! She, well, in order no, for them to be, I was going to say, yeah, they, they, they must have, have had, to... yeah, they must have had sex because she would have had to have orgasm too, or yeah. else she would have been frozen. So never mind. Yeah, they must have done it in the theater. And they're um, good that they can really time this stuff out this uh, early in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you <laughs> that's, that's when talent. you click, you click. <laughs> this but is I love the fight creepy. when he gets hit in the face with the dildo. <laughs> is that a Willem Dafoe mask? That's what it looks like. I'm scared of it. That's what it is. That's what it looks just, like to me. It's, yeah, it's I looked creepy. at that and I was like, I'm gonna have nightmares. The nunchuck dildos. Is, is oh, really that's awesome. that's hysterical. The pussy that he's like squirting something out on. <laughs> on <her>. <laughs> <laughs> what but is they, she they wearing run, on her they, face? They basically run rampant. Oh, the the. Looks like I don't know. Are those weird. supposed to be African American tits? Is that what it's supposed to be? <laughs> Maybe I'm assuming pasties of some kind. They're gigantic, though, if they are. So. And then he's wearing know. a dick on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a coconut bra. They're basically just running <laughs> rampant. But it has nipples on it. I know. I'm joking. Fun. Oh, okay. This fucking guy. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts of the whole book. So yeah. they go. Yeah. They go. They go to this bar and they're playing pool. And then all of a sudden, her jam comes on. But then they couldn't. But it's so cleverly done. I, I wonder if like. They really did try to get it and they couldn't, or if this was the idea from the beginning. I don't know. That's just I can so, see it either way. Yeah, because yeah, that that's so interesting to just be like, okay, well, we're taking over. Like, it, they cover up all of her speech bubbles with these caption boxes that were like, uh, yeah, her 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 jam was "Fat Bottom Girls" by Queen, but we couldn't get the rights to use the lyrics in the book. So just imagine that she's singing "Fat Bottom Girls." <laughs> But I, I, I almost wanted to go dig out my single issue because reading this around, because they were like, they even make mention that you're reading the trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Like, we even tried to do this for this version. Yeah. But, you know, we never, we were never able to get it. So yeah, we did so, the same so maybe thing. It was. So We've almost harassed poor Brian May at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part, too, where they talk about, like, yeah, Freddie fucking Mercury best pipes in the world or whatever yeah. and like she's got like the freddie mercury jacket on like yeah. the yellow jacket on and everything and she's just dancing around the fucking the pool table and everything i wonder like how much of this is like is she really doing all of this or is it like is this supposed to be kind of how he sees her i think it's probably how he sees her like she's not really 
standing on the yeah, pool table. Yeah, I, I imagine, like, around. if you're watching a movie and something like that happens, you know, the lights go down and the yeah. spotlights are on. And I don't know, they're staring at him. I'm sure she's dancing around, but I mean, she's not in the Freddie Mercury outfit. I'm no, sure she's no. dancing oh, no. around the pool cue and making a scene. Because she seems, like, pretty shy, really. Yeah. But at the same time, though, she also op- opens up with him. But this is her jam. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> Oh, I know, right? Freddie fucking Mercury. <laughs> so then John comes up with this idea because Susie really wants to save the library because they're in a lot of debt to the bank. And but I love, we, we kind of glossed over this, but she's always kind of hinting it like, you like butt stuff? Is it butt oh. stuff? Is it butt stuff you're thinking of? <laughs> yeah, that is, and, it's not, and not even and just they, through this trade too, it's through the other oh, ones yeah, too. Oh, like yeah. that, that's a reoccurring but- thing. <laughs> Is it butt stuff? Is it butt stuff? And he, he never he never comes out and says it, but there's a point in here where obviously well, he likes the butt stuff. Well, there's one point where she asks him, I think, too, where she's like, do you want to do butt stuff? It's like when they're in Well, the- it's because they're trying to get time to freeze again. He, he's okay, you need to... Yeah. Or they're trying to get it to unfreeze. Oh, that's she's what She's trying is. to get him ready to, to have oh, sex that, again. And yeah. she's like, do you want to do some butt stuff? And all of a sudden, time just comes back. All of a sudden, you're like, yep, he does like the butt um, stuff. <laughs> He does like that butt stuff. So John comes up with the idea to, what if we, you know, time this out together? We're a two-person team now. What if we just took a little bit of money from the bank, just enough to pay off the debt the library owes, no more? And she's like, "This is you know, saving the library." Yeah, and this is going to be a drop in the bucket for them. They're yeah, and notice. and They're like he says, that they write it off anyways. <laughs> It just reminds me of the Seinfeld thing. <laughs> These guys just write it off. It's a you don't even, do you know what a write-off is? You don't even is. know what a write-off is. <laughs> and then, so here's where we kind of fast forward again to the um, the bank scene. And so now we're going to get into issue four, which is titled The Sex Police. So here's where we're going to kind of meet the... Uh, He's getting smacked around by a glowing dildo. Though. He does. It is amazing. <laughs> so they're in... The bank, so their yeah, their plan was to just take like a like a duffel bag, and they're gonna because go. they had been stealing a little bit here and there from other places, and this was gonna yeah. be the big last thing they mm-hmm. were gonna get into the bank and just fill a duffel bag, and pay buy, off basically. all the debts, yeah. Um, okay. someone has been watching them. So well, then so, her roommate got, and I don't even know if we've hit that. Point no, we haven't. Okay. So this is where they're basically having the discussion where he's trying to talk her into it. Like yeah. she, she doesn't really want to do it, and he's like, "Well, you know, like it's for a good cause. It saved the library. It's important to you. Everything else." And so the bank is evil. So she, she basically says, "Well, we need to do like a couple dry runs of like seeing what we can get away with in the quiet slash come world before like." Don't go straight to robbing bank vaults, baby yeah. steps to get there. So they go, uh, they park in front of Come World, and then they do it in the car, I guess, and uh, get themselves to Come World to where they can go in Come World the store and basically fuck with a bunch of shit. I've seen Come World a lot. That's right. <laughs> um, that's, that's why the listener discretion was advised. <laughs> I feel bad like some kid. Like, Mom, I found this new podcast. They used to talk about superheroes. <laughs> well, hopefully they have an age limit because it'll be marked as explicit. So, yeah. Well, this is funny because they go in and they just start like shoving things over. And she's like, no, we need to do something different. Can't just randomly vandalize. I believe vandalize. they just rearrange the whole store is what it looks like. Well, and then they put like lube on top of this guy's hand. Like, oh, he's holding it up. And stuff. This yeah. is where she's like, so you want to try some butt stuff? And then they yeah. just immediately <laughs> come out of Comworld. <laughs> 
Because they're just sitting in the car waiting for time to come back. And they're like, I don't know how long this is going to take. And that's when she brings up, hey, you want to do some butt stuff? Boom. (laughs) Back. (laughs) He's like, he's ready. Ready to go. (laughs) And so they kind of just keep a wait out to see if anyone notices or to see if anyone's talking about. They're trying to see, like, basically if they stirred the pot at all by by messing around in, in the quiet I was gonna say the quiet place, but I'm like, yeah, dudes ripping up that's porno different. Mags, yeah, lube over his head, dildos in the mouths, all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh, a bunch of good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> Rachel, Susie's roommate, is getting pretty suspicious at this point. She doesn't. I don't know if she just straight up doesn't trust John. But, I, that's kind of my feeling. Like, um, the girls watch out for each other. She she knows that uh, they're up to stuff. I love her in like the hamburger costume. <laughs> so fucking good. But she sees her, she's pretty much got the blueprints to the bank. Yeah. And she kind of writes it off as, oh, we're, we're doing some Dungeons and Dragons, some role-playing yeah. game or something. And it's obviously blueprints to something, so. No, it's not. It's just hero clicks. <laughs> Dungeons and dipshits. I don't know. That's what she says. <laughs> and so here we get uh, kind of some more background on the, uh, God, I can't even remember her name. Kegelface, right? Kegelface, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she's like a soccer mom. Yeah, I don't know if she's like a single mom, but yeah, she's she does the whole mom. No, because I think when they show her family, when she's talking on the phone, she has a husband sitting at the table. There's a dude. Yeah. Sitting oh the yeah, table. you might be right. I would think so. If I remember correctly, we'll get to that. They have to have a headquarters, right? <laughs> <laughs> so she, uh, I guess, is she like the leader of the sex police? Then is that how it works? That's yeah. kind of what I gather. Yeah, is the. The, the sex police is something that they dive into more as the series goes on. You don't get so much explanation of what they are here. Yeah. But gotta leave you on the hook. She's here. basically calling the other people up going, hey, we, something's going up. We got two of them. And I love this where she's like, meet me tonight at the Denny's. No, you moron. 930. My, my kids won't be asleep by then. It's and taco. it's taco night. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Then it just shows John taking a shit in his, yeah. <laughs> in his boss's planter just again. Just texting, just on the phone, you know, just the normal. And uh, I, I, I like this, too, because it kind of shows, like, Susie's not 100% innocent either, because he's like, come on, you've never used the quiet for anything, you know? Yeah. And it shows some stuff that she that she's done and stuff, where she's, like, petting tigers at the zoo. <laughs> She's like, you know, once. Is this supposed to imply that she was, like, stealing clothes or something? Is oh, that she's, supposed to be? Probably. Uh, that's, yeah. that's what I, I took guess. it out. Like, she's, like, trying on clothes at some department store. Or, I don't know. Something she's doing. Then we get a little dark here for uh, for a page or two. And oh, yeah, this page. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's really good. This is, see, this is another it. one of those ones where it's, like, Susie versus Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> His name was Jeff. Uh, um, he was very upset he wasn't invited because this is one of his favorite books, by the way. Oh, really? He could have came. I, I invited him. He's like, no, uh, it's okay. I just, I like to bitch more. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd rather not come and be able to bitch. Exactly. Than that's exactly come. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you ever see that meme uh, where it's like somebody saying like, like, I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies and I never want to because people's reaction to me saying I've never seen the Star Wars movies is better than any enjoyment those movies could yeah. ever give me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, it, this is, yeah, it's one of it's one of the moments where it's like, it really just shows how well written the story is where it kind of gets serious for a second. Yeah. It, but it is kind of dark. So, uh, Rachel when they were in college, was dating this kind of jock guy. They were seeing each other for a couple weeks, but 
you know, it sounds like he was ready to move forward a little quicker than she was, and he decided he didn't give a fuck, and he Bill Cosby her ass, and yeah. Um, sorry, I shouldn't make it <laughs> like that, but um, anyway, there was it, rape involved. It, yeah, and um, it's a sensitive subject. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, obviously he raped her. He she, hit her. She, huh? He hit her too, didn't? He? Did he? I thought that's what she said as well. Oh, maybe that he did. But anyways, um, she kind of refused to like pursue it. So they couldn't do anything about it because she didn't want to come forward. Yeah. And stuff. That's what so, I thought I read, but I could be wrong okay. about hitting, but either way, he's an asshole. Yes. Exactly. And um so she decides Susie decides to kinda of take it into her own hands and puts Bad herself boy. in the quiet and goes and lights up a doobie <laughs> and puts it in his backpack. And I like the effects of the marijuana in the quiet. She's she is kind of seeing weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's like, yeah, that's good to know. Like, maybe you shouldn't get high while you're in the quiet. <laughs> Not a good comment. She says like it took it took her a half an hour to get back to her chair. Yeah. <laughs> and th- they mentioned that like he's a big jock guy that's going to school on like a full ride athletic scholarship. So this he's one of those kids. He has a lot to lose. Yes. So yeah, he had a free ride basically. Yeah, and so it just lights his backpack on fire. And um, I I think she says that, right he gets kicked out of the school. Isn't that what she says? Yeah, yes. but then he ends up, he has a bow and he's successful. He's still charge. successful, so. That's right. Yeah, he didn't get the charge, but he did lose his scholarship. Yeah. And he's like successful now anyways. But, you know, you can only do what you can do. Mm-hmm. So, they're more and more planning the heist. So, uh, Kegelface, or whatever her name is, is, uh, she, so she just. And we learned another thing that the reason they, like, they, they're, Fucking in an alleyway, basically, mm-hmm. uh, because cars don't work when they're in the quiet, so they can't do yeah. it at home and then get in their car and drive someplace because mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way. Which, which is, I'm glad they addressed that because that's like something somebody would have thought of. Like, well, why didn't they just, you yeah, know, <laughs> some asshole? Why didn't the giant eagle just fly the ring to Mordor and drop it <laughs> in the volcano? Some asshole <laughs> at the panel would come up and be like, well, I had a question about the transportation <laughs> in Six like, yeah, you look like you read a lot of sex criminals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Kegelface is like, she's like a operator at the police station. Yeah. Like she answers 911 phone calls. That, yeah, that's what it looks like. That's like her day job, I guess. The big sign over her head says reception. No, I, I, yeah, I think she's just a receptionist because I don't think she was calling 911. She's, she's just calling the police department. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. So Rachel decides to call the police because she is concerned about her friend. I, I don't think it's like out of hate or anything. Like she's, it's out of love. It's like she, yeah. she thinks that she's in some kind like of trouble. I said, girls look out for each other. And so she calls him. And she well, says, mostly. "Look, uh, my roommate has been dating this guy. I don't think he's that good of an influence on her. I think I overheard them talking about robbing a bank. And some shit's about to go down. Speaking of issue five, is titled going down." <laughs> And those guys are fighting them and they're knocked down. So when they so now we can kind of adjust all the little jump forwards and stuff. So what happened was when they got to the bank, they were confronted by these three people, one of them being Kegelface that are called the sex police, and they basically kidnapped them? Arrested them? Yeah. Yeah, they put them under arrest because they were gonna like basically blow like a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, choose your words very wisely. The jig is up. 
They were going to make it so the jig was up. Yeah, they were going to People were going to learn them, about the quiet. But it, and it sounded like they were going to kind of school them, you guys can't do this, You guys, especially together. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like they have a little more information than mm-hmm. these people do, Which, which definitely implies the bigger world out there. Like, there, there's more people like this out there. Which Sploosh is, world. <laughs> which is really fun <laughs> when you get into, the later in the series, some of the other, like, powers. I want to know where they got their have. glowy outfits. I don't that's know because they look know. cool. They're interesting. That's a lot for of sure. big, vibrant colors. So um, they're in the back of Soccer Mom's van, <laughs> and they have them in these like sex handcuffs. Well, not their sex handcuffs, but the little do I they know. They yeah. But um, they look like bondage cuffs. Yeah, or something. they're like bondage cuffs that Susie can get out of because she has like double jointed thumbs yeah. and wrists. I love something. this because it flashes back to showing how she knows how to get out of these. And she's wearing an apron that says "Kiss the Cock." Kiss the Cock, but him—he's wearing a Star Trek shirt and, and like Spider-Man, Spider-Man gloves. gloves and Spider-Man <laughs> bottoms, basically. That's an interesting <laughs> like, role play. What was yeah, happening say, there? Yeah, they've got. It looks like they've got like I don't know. They got some toys, uh, butt, butt plugs, and dildos and stuff on the bed. And... <laughs> Is that a strap on? That looks it's like a health relationship. On. I am Peter Parker, commander of the Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there was one. I guess I, can't, I probably can't go back to it now. But there was one really funny one too when they were in the Come World store. That's like a butt plug to scare the shit out of your friends. Where it's like it looks like you're shit in your pants oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> really funny. Um. So yeah, and they have a fake gun. I don't, what what is the gun for? It's a vibrator. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, you find out it's a vibrator. Near, near the end here. That's how they escape, basically. Okay, that's okay. That, that's another one that's like I missed something here when I was reading it. I'm like, I don't get why. I, they I don't know it. why they necessarily took it to the bank if it was a backup plan in case time came back. No, on well, them, she explains or... that because she said like, oh, I felt like we took the gun because I felt like we were going to be bank robbers. We might oh, as well look the right. part. That's, that's why right. she has the yeah. ski mask on. Too. That's right. That's right. Even yeah, though they're, they're in up. frozen time where no one could see them anyway. But when they, so they go, they go to do a dry, dry run, run. Oh, yeah. and Kegelface is there, and she's not moving. But Susie just gets like the the vibe, like she her facial expression does change. Yeah, and it's like, like she's kind of got a scowl, and then when she looks back, it's just a normal face, and like I don't like know just if like she just enough. She's just being paranoid, or yeah, or what? But well, she, she, she knows something's up. She's like something. She's like that. Like something's not right. And she goes to find because she says, "I'm starting to get creeped out." <laughs> She to find John, and he's taking a shit, a shit in the plant. Yep. <laughs> he's like, oh, hey. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. This is where you learn he has He has ADHD, ADHD and yeah. then he also has uh, oppositional defiant disorder. Did you Google that one? No, okay. I'm not aware. What is that? I don't know. I didn't Google it. <laughs> Somebody well, let us know. He kind of he's defiant. It, he's defiant against... Uh, like authority and the, stuff. Uh, he's raging against the machine, and basically. so he, <laughs> she's basically like, "Okay, so why are you taking shits in here?" And he's like trying to justify it by like, "Let me tell you about this asshole that I work for." Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I figured that'd be easier. So it sounds like this has gotten him in trouble before because he says like, instead of losing another job, yeah, because it sounds like he's on medication for it and everything. Yeah, and so. He mentions that the medication like makes him unhappy. Like it, it yeah. like cures his. It makes symptoms. him feel nothing. He yeah. feels like nothing. Yeah, he he's said, not happy. He's not sad. He can't get off. Yeah, but he says all his food tastes the same. Like he just he loses all, all pleasures like in chicken. life. This guy, this fucking guy. 
I love this wanted, the most disgusting human being ever. <laughs> I don't think I actually read through this whole thing. Somebody in our office has been defecating oh, yeah. in the plant of our kind and considerate boss, Mr. Shankworth. <laughs> Is that his plant? name? <laughs> I, I, I haven't read this. I'm reading this for the first time. Like, uh, let's see. Like Mr. Shankworth, the plant has done nothing to deserve such apparent treatment. There will be a reward for any information which leads to the fingering. Is that what it says? Fingering the culprit and ceasing the defecation. Please contact Mr. Shankworth's assistant. Yeah, like pointing the finger at. Clever wordplay. It is clever wordplay. So yeah, and she, he's basically telling her like, "Hey, you don't you don't want me to go back on this medication. Like it's it's healthier for me to shit yeah, in my boss's office. This is this is his therapy, basically. <laughs> and like she should be able to understand that even if she doesn't shit. It's like like yeah, because you use the quiet as sort of a therapy yourself. So it's and like I think she, she gets over it, you know, to a point. Like obviously she renames him in her yeah, phone. Poop, poop and Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> But this they, is where Kegelface uh, confronts them in this diner that they're sitting in. <clears throat> she comes over. She says, much, "I know, says, and I'm know watching you." On. Yeah, mm-hmm. like basically, like do. watch yourself. You. Yeah. And then she goes and sits down, and just she just has this look on her face, and she's like, "I think she's doing kegels." <laughs> and she she's has got kegel face, and then and she has she, this necklace on too that has like this like circle. Sim- yeah, it's a symbol. But yeah, she leaves them a note that says, yes, they were kegels. <laughs> With the symbol on it, too. Is it supposed to be like a badge symbol? Is that what it's supposed to be? No. No? Okay. Uh, I, I'm like, is that like, uh, is that something we're supposed to know what it is? Or is that like the sex police's symbol? It's just their, yeah. Okay. It's just their symbol. Okay. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, so obviously she's here. She is. You've read like the other volumes. And, and two <laughs> Not for kids. a while. Yeah, she's like yelling at her kids on the phone. She's like, "It's nothing, right?" Or, yeah. Are we, oh yeah, this is the next page. I love that. Like she's like this. Like it's my she's like this bad bitch to the sex police, but like every day she's like a boring as fuck just mom. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so yeah, Susie kind of Susie kind of gets confronted again by Rachel, where she's like, "Like, are you about to rob a fucking bank, really?" And like Susie's like, "I don't have time for this," and she storms out and leaves. And she goes to the library, and then. There's a girl that comes in there, and she. How hard? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was like, I was like, maybe I can get away with not laughing. Then I broke. <laughs> this girl comes in, and she really sympathizes with the little girl because it's like it reminds her. Sure. Yeah, she wants to be the help that yeah. she didn't have. I mean, she doesn't come in and be like, "Tell me about sex," but it's like, yeah, she kind of wants to mentor her and kind of help her. She just says, "I'm working on a project," and it's like. All the bookshelves are empty, so I don't know what to give you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so she goes down to Poop and Johnny in her phone. And so this is where they... I'm surprised they actually go through with the bank robbery after, yeah, after, getting, face confronts after them. getting confronted. Because it's like, how the fuck would anybody know what they're up to? Because she knows after Kegelface confronts them in the diner, she says, that's the lady that was in the bank when we did the dry run. Yeah. Like She's like, I, I, I'm pretty sure that lady was there. So I'm surprised that they still even go through with it but maybe they were just like well, too that and far her, and her that roommate point. even confronts her so i mean yeah multiple people at this point know something's up like the jig is up at that point yeah, like maybe so it's not maybe it's not balls safe. they got some balls yeah they they got balls yeah <laughs> so anyways they go into the bank they do the whole thing and then uh they get uh confronted by the sex police they get 
put in the back of the van. You know, this is all stuff that like we've seen prior, but now it all kind of comes together. They, she's able to get out of the handcuffs because of her double jointed thumbs and stuff. And like, so like Kyra said earlier, they use she uses the gun thing, which is a vibrator, vibrator. That, that is able to get them free. And it looks like she's vibrating her nipple. Is that what it is? I mean, she's, it's there in that area. Don't so. put it at mm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So at that point, they're out of come world. The sex police are now in real regular time, and they're able to get the hell out of there. So okay, so it, it, it's like clicking more now that I'll be able to like talk it out with you guys. So it's like so now they're aroused again, which means they're out of the quiet now. Yes. Okay. Yep. For some reason, I just. It's weird. It's like sometimes you like you don't get it until you hear somebody else explain it. Like, okay, that makes yeah. so much more sense now. We ran like a couple of goddamn criminals, <laughs> and uh, that's that's the end of the of the issue itself. Like, so there's some bonus stuff. If you own the trade, really do go through some of this stuff, especially like some of the ultimate sex moves and stuff of what didn't make it on the bathroom wall. Some of them are hysterical, and just there's a bunch of the variant covers in here, and then there's a there's like a radio play that. Uh, Matt Fraction and Chips Zdarsky did, which I haven't read, but Kyrie it's, said it's, it's pretty good. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, it's God. wonderfully disturbing. <laughs> pretty much sums up the book. Yes. I love it. And then Kyrie's a big fan of the Just the Tips. Oh, yeah. They, they came out with a little companion book called Just the Tips, and it's a sexual guide from the creators of Sex Criminals. And it's just a bunch of, like, one-page things, right? Oh, yeah. it's I mean, one-liners... Um, the, the, here's the dedications here. This book is dedicated to J- this is Matt's dedication. Mm. This book is dedicated to Chip Zdarsky, who taught me everything I know about sex and love, <laughs> and who I know would never ever dedicate a book to anyone or anything else but me, because we are in love and we are partners together forever in all things. I love you, chum. And this is Chips. <laughs> this book is dedicated to sex, the ancient god of wheat. Who wait? Is that right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Zdarsky, man, he's just he, he's like he's like one of the the funnest people to follow in comics right now, just because he he's on the up and up, and it seems like he's not. I mean, he's just signed his exclusive contract with Marvel, so he's doing all kinds of different stuff there. Yeah. But uh, he, he's doing Daredevil, isn't he's, he? He's he's about to take over Daredevil. He just launched a brand new invasion. Invaders, invaders whatever yeah, uh invaders. series um but i mean he just he just finished up a run on spectacular spider-man he did marvel two and one which was better than the actual fantastic yes, four yep. book that came back um uh, he, he did a run on howard the duck that was like really witty and say so he's just he's good man and say if he is a if you are on twitter chip zadarsky is a must follow because that's like all of his stuff are just like these quick little one-liner things he he tweeted this thing one time where he's like he's like if things ever don't work out with Marvel he's like I've already got my battle plan and when I head over to DC I'm just gonna ha-, he's like I'm just gonna hand Jeff Johns a folded up piece of paper that says here's my idea and when he opens up it's just gonna say four jokers <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great but the tips book it has a forward by President Obama. And then you just go through it has different. It does not. Yeah. Well, it's not. I'm sure it's not really <laughs> him. That's what it's written it as. Don't like, just tell people like that. sex tips. There's one sex tip that says try sex toys to add a little variety in the bedroom. Maybe a slutty Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh, there's erotica. 
There's pickup lines. Which is funny because there's a transformer named Rodimus Prime. <laughs> 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 That's a real thing. <laughs> there, here's a pickup line. Ooh, boy, are you Joe Montana? Because I am wide open. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's more uh, sex positions. It's, and, and it's like a fairly cheap book too, isn't it? I, I think it's like ten bucks, twelve ninety nine. Okay, it's a little hardcover. It's book. it's worth it, especially if you just like have people over or something one night and just want something to laugh and joke about. Like oh, you yeah. gotta look, you gotta flip through this book. True because... tales of finding porn, more sex tips, dirty talk. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave because I stare at your ass with the furious intensity of ten thousand suns. And if you saw me doing it, you'd be super creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's here's dirty talk line. I'm gonna spurt. I'm gonna spurt. <laughs> oh spurt. gosh. <laughs> so Mary, you haven't had as much to say. I don't feel like so. Now that we've gone through the whole thing, you never read this before. There's more than this. Is it? Is this something that you would continue reading? Is, is it something that you enjoyed or not really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the laughs and the the fourth wall breaks. Um, I definitely, I would recommend it. Okay. And I'd read more. Um, In a timely manner. I'm not going to binge it. But. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really enjoy the relationship between Susie and John, especially like throughout the series. I actually feel like they're one of the like, I don't want to say healthier relationships, but like just the way that they're written, it feels so much like more like real people yeah the way obviously like not besides the whole come world thing but it's like the way they talk to each other their banter their back and forth and stuff it's like these feel like real people these feel like people that are in love they have good chemistry and stuff and they you know they even kind of like break off at some point and but can't stay away from each other like uh, it's just it's one of the better relationships in comics that i've read because you read so many Sometimes we're just like, this isn't how people talk to each other. Like nobody acts yeah, like this. Exactly. Yeah. That's Sex Criminals Volume One. It's definitely worth picking up. I think I, I'd give it a a big thumbs up and a recommend for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, really? That's it? A big thumbs up? Maybe a couple other things. Are... <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and th- to be honest, this actually might be even one of the more tame volumes of it. Like I feel like, yeah, especially I, artwork yeah. wise. As the series goes on, there's you you see quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. I think in this one you only see like a boob here or there, and I guess like his glowing, glowing penis, glowing dick. But <laughs> for the most part, it's like pretty tame. Some of the other ones, I mean, you see some pretty a little more graphic, graphic things. Yeah. yeah. So, well, everyone, this podcast has been brought to you by Jug Store Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be Joe's Jug Store? No. <laughs> nope. Come world. <laughs> Come on down to Come World. <laughs> I just wanted the laugh. I wanted someone to laugh at my joke. It's the only story when we say thank you, come again. We really mean it. Oh. <laughs> come again and again. Oh. Oh gosh. Alright, guys. Anything else on sex well. criminals before we do some weekly picks? No. Well, all right, guys. Go buy Sex Criminals. Read all the series. I think there's five trades out at this point. Plus, they've done yeah. like the big hard Sex Criminals, the big hard Sex Criminals, the, the, hard the hardcover edition. versions, which are really nice too. However, you decide to go about it, it is one of because Chip Zdarsky has gotten so busy at Marvel. It is one of those series where it's like it's kind of Hiatus. become like saga, where it's like they'll yeah. do four or five issues and then they take off for a year and then they'll come back and do yeah. like six issues again or whatever. It's, so it's really slowed down quite a bit. Yeah, it's not one that comes out of on a regular basis but 
with something that's this well put together, though, it's like you almost don't mind it because like don't ever put out like a less effort version of this because you yeah. can see how much time's put into it, how witty the dialogue is. Like I feel like they probably spend a lot of time wording everything to make it like ha- make it the funniest punchline possible. So it's like always give me your best effort. If you got to take some time, fine, I'll live with it. Yeah, it's not like fucking Doomsday Clock where it's like your whole comic publishing universe is hanging on Just the thread wait, yeah. of this <laughs> of this fucking thing where it's like we've been waiting for three years now to find out what the fuck's been going on over here. It hasn't <sighs> been three years yet. Yeah, it will be 2016. It will be DC Rebirth was 2016, so three years in May. Yeah, it's coming up soon. The Rebirth one shot. That, that's the one that that's the one that like I'm in. I'm down for this. Yep. They're like. There's not going to be payoff for for a while. Like, and then it'll be longer than they thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Mary, do you have a weekly pick this week? A yeah. A comic or a show or Yeah, anything? I'm going to... Podcast? Nope. Not a podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. <laughs> this is the only podcast. Only listen to us. <laughs> You've recommended other podcasts in the past. I have. I'm just joking around. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend you on Netflix. It's Emily's been talking about this. I usually It's getting a lot of buzz. No, yeah, it's it's good. It's totally got my creep factor like could, do you know what it's about at all? It's stalker or something. Stalker. Kind, right? okay. Yeah, it's about a stalker and there's some scenes in there that it's just like he's in the house and other people are in the house and they don't know he's in the house and it totally just like that's something it just terrifies me. Hmm. Like it like could happen to anyone. It stresses me out. Then you're like, now I need to go check the closet. Now Tyler, I need to check the closet. the closet. Yep, yep. Now it's like, okay, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna start the shower, I'm gonna be opening the curtain and checking before I turn on the shower. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna recommend. Okay, you on Netflix. It's just it's a. I think it's ten episodes. Ten episodes. Yeah. It's one season. Second season's already been um, called for. They're gonna do a second season. It's based on books. If you want to read the books. Stalker books. Stalker books. <laughs> Every breath you take. <laughs> Listen, I was, I was told if you like Dexter, you'll like you, but it's not exactly the same Dexter's thing. Dexter's Laboratory? Was- <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That took a weird turn. The serial killer. <laughs> so I love Dexter's Laboratory. Kind of? Um, I'm going to do a TV show. If you guys have Hulu okay. and you haven't watched Future Man yet, you need to get on that shit. <laughs> Season two came out and it's amazing. What is I've Future heard Man? it's good. Future Man is it's I don't know. First first season's awesome. Second season is it, which just came out is very it's just as good. It's just very different. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of time travel crap. Okay, um, but it's got the kid from Hunger Games. That's what I know he's from. Hemsworth kid? No, oh. it's um the guy who plays Peta. Oh, okay. Peter or whatever his name is Peter? in the, the game. Um, <laughs> Just get rid of the East Coast for a second. Um, Got Josh H- Josh Hutcher, Hutch, Hutchison? Hutch, I don't know. That name sounds familiar. Um, he's awesome in this. He's got Haley Joel Osment. That sounds like a person that um, exists. Keith David, who did the voice of Spawn oh, in, oh, yeah. in the HBO series. And played Goliath in the original uh, Gargoyles. Oh, yeah. Gargoyles. Everything. Oh, yeah. um, but it's it's ever. basically uh, it's this this kid who lives with you know lives with his parents still and mm-hmm. his parents are like hippies and they love him they, they accept him mm-hmm. even though he's just not going anywhere mm-hmm. but there's a game that he's playing that it's it's an unbeatable video game basically okay. um and the, the guys at the game store make fun of him because you know why do you play this game it's unbeatable he's like well that's the reason is it called future you know, man it's i think it's called the biotic wars okay. oh 
and he beats it. And basically, it's very Last Starfighter, where they've sent this thing out to find the person that's going to save their future, because the future's messed up. Mm. So they come through time. It's fucked. <laughs> they come through time. This And it's Seth Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg, his, okay. his writing partner, that do this. So oh, okay. he, the, the girl in the game, he has a poster of her on the wall. And he beats the game. He's very excited. He decides, yeah, I'm going mm. to have a, have a little yank here. Mm. And he's sitting back in his chair, staring at the poster, yanking. They come through time and land in his room, and it's the girl from the game that he's mm. masturbating to at the moment. And right when they come in, he's so shocked, he ends up Splooging. orgasming <laughs> all over the guy who's with her. And it's oh. just, like, all over him, and he's just, like, freaking out. And she's, they're, they're there to, you know, like, you're here to, you're going you're gonna to be our savior. You're, mm. We're taking you with us. You're going to save the world. And he, the, the other guy who's just been come on is just freaking out. And she's finally just, shut up. His name's Wolf. This is they a all good have episode animal names. to recommend this it show is, on. It is, exactly. <laughs> she's like, it's just a little cum. And he's like, it's a lot of cum. <laughs> so it's, it's two seasons? Two seasons. And I think they're 10 or 13 episodes okay. each. But they're, the guy who plays Wolf they're is an hour apiece. awesome. They're, I want to say 30 minutes probably. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, that's not 30, bad 40 minutes, long. something. That's but, not bad. uh, the guy who plays Wolf steals the. He's there's a there's a moment because I mean they're just ju- in the first season they're jumping all over the place jumping mm-hmm. through time and he steals the show and then second season again it's like okay he's he's stealing the show again and it's it's hilarious if you if you like that raunchy you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff right on so for sure I'm Seth going Rogen. to recommend. Uh, for weekly picks, uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, the new series from Tom Taylor and uh, Juan. I'm trying to remember who the artist is, and I can't, and I'm terrible, and I always forget artist name, and I'm the worst. I'm sorry. Does it start with Juan? It's Juan something. It's not Juan Jose Rip, is it? No. Okay. Juan Cabal? Is that his name? That sounds familiar. Anyways, the, the art's really, really good. Tom Taylor is, you know... Just knocking it out of the park at Marvel lately. I mean, not even just at Marvel. He's been writing that Injustice book Injustice, for DC yeah. forever now. But um, it was really sad to see X-Men Red go. But I'm glad to see that he's got a Spidey book to replace it. And as good as Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley's book on Amazing Spider-Man has been, it's nice to have this as kind of an alternate book because this one really is like friendly neighborhood. It's very much small scale. This is Spider-Man in the day-to-day kind of like his neighborhood. Things that are going on in his, even like specifically his apartment building and stuff. And so there's been two issues so far. They've both been really good. Um, So the second issue just came out this week. You've already read it then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Um, there's There's a pretty big thing that happens at the end of the first issue that I won't spoil here because I don't know if everyone's read it, but I thought this was going to be just kind of like the other Spider-Man book, but uh, with something that, that happens at the end of that first issue, it's like, oh, well, okay, then they're obviously, they got clearance from Marvel to do this because this is like a big is thing. This, is this the Aunt May thing I've yeah. heard about? Okay. Yeah. That happens here. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, just just a fun series. It's cool to see Tom Taylor write Spider-Man. You can tell it's something that he's been waiting to do for a while. So, uh, I'm going to recommend that. Other than that, uh, time flies as fast as... John wants to do butt stuff? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually plan that out a little bit more. <laughs> this podcast is almost over, guys. And we just want to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check out Kylie on the Nerd Dome podcast. It's the other podcast he's on on a usually weekly basis. And uh, you can follow us on social media. 
Thanks for downloading. Thanks for checking us out. Next month, we're going to do another comic club with, we'll do some of the, uh, I think we're going to do some of the Kelly Sue DeConnick Captain Marvel to get ready for the movie coming out. Probably do one of the story arcs off of her run there because it's a favorite of mine. Uh, I'm not sure what we're doing next week, but we're going to have a podcast next week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have it written down somewhere. I just don't know where it is. He's but on top of this shit. I'm yep, on. Always. That's right. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening, guys. So long.